Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks up a block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. Kool-Aid, what is going on? This is your boy Oakry coming here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And Grifka is not here today. We're doing a solo show. You might see us do this from time to time, uh, you know, once a month, whatever it may be. Um, but I, I need some room. I need some non-Grifka time, the old waffle maker, to uh, be able to get on here and talk some Lions football with you guys and drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. I mean, you know how we do it. Drink it in, man. So <laughs> I, I'm going to have a little bit of a different show today. I, I kind of want to break a couple things down off the top, and then we're just going to dive right into it. So appreciate everybody listening, as I always say. I love the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. I love you Lions fans out there, and I love talking football with you. So let's get some things done off the top because, again, you can hit me up at twi- on Twitter at Derek Oakry, D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. And that's where I want to start. Like, I, I usually start the week on a Monday when I get a chance. You know, first thing I do, I try to get the podcast uh, out. If you haven't heard my new show, it's called Believe in Lions, but it's spelled B-L-E-A-V. Um, that drops on Monday morning. So I get in Monday morning. I usually shoot that out, you know, uh, on Twitter and put it out on other platforms. People hopefully, um, go ahead and check that out. The support for that has been great and want to keep growing that, uh, episode by episode. So that's me solo. And I also have some other guests on there. We're talking free agency draft, uh, ranting and raving, going to have some other guests on from other believe shows. Cause the believe podcast network is probably two, 300 shows deep. So been enjoying doing that and, and love doing, uh, um, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast as well. So after I pump that out, you know, usually I'll put something out that either hit me over the weekend or just something I want to throw out to the people and see if what people are saying when it comes to the lines. So this week I throw out, Hey, the Lions, you know, they still got to consider if they get stuck at number three and they can't make a trade or people are trying to hold them up for ransom, not hold them up for ransom. If they're trying to hold them up and not give them what they want, then I say that you call their punk card and you you take to a tongue of Iloa, you know, (laughs) I know it's not been done often, but it has been done. And like you, you need a future quarterback. This guy's been a stud in college all signs are the injuries are better. I feel like that's a way to get a better trade because people are like, oh man, we didn't think you'd do it. Then they come to the table with some, you know, better offer, just some more cheddar, whatever it may be. And if they don't, you keep Tua, you let him recover, you say Matt Stafford, you're our starter, unless you don't you don't play ball, you know, Tua gets healthy, competes with them. You kind of see by the end of the year, you know, who's the better quarterback and where you could be. Now, 
I, the minute I put that out, everybody's going nuts. How could you treat Matt Stafford like that? Oakry, I didn't know you hated Matt Stafford. Uh, <laughs> just going on and on. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a Stafford house. I always support Matt Stafford on this show. Now, every once in a while, you'll hear me rant and rave that, what does he want? You know, he doesn't show up sometimes in the bigger games. You know, okay, yeah, you can throw it, but I don't think we gave you a lifetime contract to be a lion. You know, I'd like some competition. So I had to explain that to people and say, like, I'm rooting for Matt Stafford to be healthy. I'm rooting for him to be the Lions quarterback. I think he can make every throw. He's a great, you know, leader, all signs in the locker room. He's a hard worker. He's not creating issues for you off the field. Now, Kelly Stafford may do a few things here or there during the season, but like you say, usually for her, it's it's all it's all in good spirits, I believe, as well. So I'm not rooting against the guy. What I root for and what I talk about or try to talk about when Grifka's on here is that the draft is about value. If you're sitting at three and two is healthy and the Redskins pick Chase Young and you're sitting there and you're like, all right, do I take Tua? Do I take Okuda? Do I take Tua? Do I take Simmons? Do I take Tua or do I take Derek Brown? In all three of those, I feel like the value in today's NFL is by taking the quarterback and by putting Miami, L.A., Carolina, Oakland, whoever it may be down the line that they thought we were just going to pass and take the skill position. Oh, damn, they went and took the quarterback. Well, we wanted the quarterback, so they got two options. They can either take the lesser quarterback Herbert, Love, whoever it may be, or they can say, "Man, we didn't think you were going to do that." All right, what'd you want? What'd you want for two again? <laughs> well, it, it was multiple seconds, thirds, a uh, future first, whatever it is. Now that price just went up. You know, if you if you want to talk about a deal, and then they say, "Ah, forget it." You know, we'll just go take somebody else. You say, "Okay, fine," because <laughs> like this protects us long term, protects us in case Stafford gets hurt in 2020 protects us uh, or it gives us options future to deal Matt Stafford for picks to deal two of her picks to do a whole lot of things with the biggest chip in the game, which is quarterback. So I wanted to explain that a little bit off the top and just say, I know a lot of you thought I was hating on Stafford or I'm saying, you know, take to a, what I was really saying. And I tried to express this to a few folks was like, I don't care so much about Matt Stafford's feelings. I don't care about, um, you know, some of these things people were talking about. What I think is the NFL is a business. The draft is all about doing what's right for your franchise, both now and long term. And all those signs point to taking a quarterback. Now, I'm not even in love with Tua Tungavailoa. I don't know that he's going to transform the league. I mean, to me, he's a little bit smaller. I don't like lefty quarterbacks. But I've continued to pound the table here on this podcast that I think he has tremendous football character. I think he has tremendous leadership abilities. I think he can win at the highest level with a good team around him. And that's really what you're looking for when you're talking the Russell Wilsons, the Mahomes, you know, some of these guys that come in the league and they might not have all the, you know, we're talking Russ. He, he doesn't have the height. He doesn't have, he's not 200 and, you know, 30, 40 pounds. He's not built like a house, but he can throw it around the yard and he can get his guys to follow him and win football games. So I think that's really why I root for Tua and why I think that the pick could be worth it because lots of people here just support Matt Stafford what almost feels like blindly when you can find lots of quarterbacks that can throw it and can kind of you know be hard workers and say nothing in the media. 
but can you find people that that absolutely raise everybody around them and that win and and a lot of people will say yeah Stafford does that Stafford can do that he just needs this 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 and I say yeah he needs a better team he needs an offensive line he needs receivers to throw to you know the tight end will probably be nice to help him but at some point you are what you are and at some point the Lions are gonna have to turn the page on number nine and I was just saying that if the value is there and you want to put people on notice and you're stuck, you take Tua, you figure the rest out later. And like I said, you take Tua, you got six more draft picks that you can take defensive tackles, linebackers, corners. There's lots of other options in round two, three, four, five, six where you're picking. So don't act like if you take Tua, you can't fill all those other holes. And oh, by the way, you got free agency. So when I said I don't care about Stafford's feelings, I meant it's a business. When I said you take Tua if people hold you up, it's because it's a business. And I say that because I want the Detroit Lions to win at the highest level, no matter who's got the jerseys on and who's who's running out there. So that, that was my Stafford take. Got me some heat with a few people. I know some people kind of knew where I was coming from, but I wanted to clear that up and talk about it a bit here on the show. Let's uh let's do one other quick item before I jump into what I'm going to do today for the main part of the show. Right before I start recording, AJ Bouye, um cornerback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, got traded to Denver for a fourth round pick. Now, uh AJ Bouye was a baller right before he came to uh Jacksonville, what he was over there in uh so over there in Houston, got a big deal from Jacksonville, came over Really liked his game, everything he brought to the table. Now, the last year or so, I mean, when you look at PFF grades and whatnot, he hasn't been the greatest. I mean, he's been in that 50, 60 type range when it comes to rankings. And if you heard some of my other shows I do, I kind of ran those down. That, that That's not good. That's not where you want to be. But he he's he's about a year younger than Slay. He, he's, got, he's under contract for two more years at $13 million. I felt like Bouye could have been a guy that you bring in and uh, either pair him with Slay or you bring in Bouye and then you trade Slay for hopefully um, one or multiple second round picks, second and a third, whatever it may be. You can see the market is somewhat trending downward, it looks like, when you see a deal like this come across. But you could have got Bouye, traded Slay, and then still took a corner in those upper rounds and then you got Bouye for two years you got AO you've got um you've got this new rook and then you got Coleman and then you got your back safeties I mean that's kind of redoing your corners and your and your DBs on the fly for the next two three years which is kind of the Matt Stafford window as well as the Matt Patricia Bob Quinn window in my opinion now, I know a lot of people think that they're going to be gone after this year it's going to be a debacle I obviously don't feel that way um, I drink that Detroit Kool-Aid and I believe in Lions so um, we'll see what happens but I thought that could have been a nice move especially for a fourth rounder with a guy that's already under contract yeah you can say he's on the decline but I think it's a really big position of need that you would have covered you wouldn't have to worry about the contract and like I say if you move Slay then you've got a guy that's under a deal that's not talking about holding out that can only go up from where he's been the last year or so. He obviously can play corner because he played it at a high level and, you know, he got paid as such. So 
I just think it could have been a really nice move. Bob Quinn, like, I don't know if he made calls. I don't know if it's on his radar, but he seems set on the Chris Harris's or just going and getting Jeffrey Okuda in the draft. And maybe it'll work out. Maybe he's got some sly move going on with Darius Slay and how he's going to make all these corners work. And maybe we just need Justin Coleman to step up. If Justin Coleman steps up, I think we'll be, uh, we'll be good to go and have a good set of DBs especially if they keep Slay, take Okuda, Coleman, and those back safeties. That'd be beautiful too, you know, but you got to deal with Slay possibly holding out, want more money. It might have been better just to move on to a guy like this that, you know, I don't think you have those headaches. And a guy that, yeah, right now is not as good as Slay, but he's shown the skills in the past, and you always have to plan for that bounce back. As much as people say, well, always pass his prime, he's on the downhill. Lots of players go from being good to a year or so down, and then they bounce back and ball out. I mean, the guy's 27, 28. I mean, still two, three good years. By the time he's on that really downcline, you, you know, you're done with the contract and you can move on. So that that's my quick take on A.J. Bouye for a fourth-round pick and wishing Bob Quinn would have either picked up the phone or been able to make that type of deal, and then we could have used free agent money and whatnot for other positions. Now, he would have ate some money with that 13, but that's basically, you know, six, seven million after you take, hey, we just use Snacks' money to go get ourselves another top flight corner. You know, so you could have thought about it that way too. So anyway, those are news and notes off the top. Um, I'm going to take a break, but hang with me because what I'm going to do when I come back is I'm going to try something new. We may get this podcast, maybe banned, who knows, but uh, we've been doing the game rewinds. I'm actually going to try when we come back from the break to queue up YouTube. If you guys want at home, you can actually queue this up with me. I'm going to hit 3, 2, 1, play and play the YouTube version of the game against the Bears and the Cowboys. And as that game plays, I'm going to give you kind of my reaction. I'm going to pause the game at times so I can give you some takes, some reaction. I'm going to talk over the game so you hear the game a little bit in the background as well as be able to hear my thoughts as I rewatch it. Have not watched it since these games went down. So it'll be my live reactions as I check it out. So that should be fun. Like I say, hopefully the NFL doesn't crack down on this podcast. We can sneak it through and have some fun and, and maybe do this in the future as well. Try something a little bit different without Grifka on the show. That should be fun and uh, we'll do that right after the break from our sponsors. We'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, Detroit Lions fans, uh, we are back in the house right after the break. Appreciate you listening to our sponsors. Please check out Anchor. A lot of you, I'm sure, use Spotify, listen to your music, or maybe you got your podcast synced up on there. Definitely do that. 
I uh, haven't said it a ton, but if, if you guys are um, using iTunes, you know, able to listen to this podcast, if, if you just go real quick, usually at the bottom of our episodes, you can go to the uh, show page on your computer, whatever it may be. If you think we've earned it and you can give us that five-star review and either leave us a quick little note and they let you leave a comment there, what you like about the show or something positive, that really helps us grow. I mean, it helps us be seen by more people as well as just really uh, appreciated across the board for some of those great comments. And I know I'll speak for myself. Like, I love seeing the positive feedback when you guys hit me on Twitter, when you guys leave us a review or all the other things you do, it's like, oh man, that's why we do this. You know, it's super fun to do this podcast. And I know Grifka feels the same. If you guys reach out to him or, or you know, leave us some funny feedback, um, he really appreciates it. He gets a kick out of it too. So um, if you guys could do that, that would really help us out. And in any um, support, either via our sponsors or like I said, throw it out there. If there's anybody listening, you can go to Anchor, um, the Anchor website, anchor.com. And there's a support link there where you can give us a dollar a month or five, ten dollars a month. That helps us continue to grow the show, buy new equipment, make the show better, all that type of stuff. So throw that out there before I dive into this game. So let's get ready to do it. Um, we're we're going to start with the Bears game. We're, we're coming off um, losing to the Oakland Raiders. Um, tough game. You didn't really know Matt Stafford was hurt. I mean, before I queue up and hit play. I remember sitting on my couch, getting my fantasy football teams ready, and sure enough, I look up and I see a blurb on NFL Network in big, bold, red print, whatever it was, that said, Matt Stafford out. And, and there was like nothing said all week. It was just like, what? Huh? Matt Stafford out? Why? And they're like, oh, he has a back injury. And we're just like, and then they said it was going to be like multiple weeks and just like, what? what is going on right now? This is so out of nowhere and so odd and sure enough this that was the last game he played you know for the year so crazy but you know you know this will be the jeff driscoll debut here against the um the chicago bears so anyway what i what i did if you want to go to youtube it's just the the lions versus bears week 10 highlights from nfl and it's about 10 minutes long so like i said i i tried to test it a little bit before we went going we started going so i'm hoping the the audio for the game will be a little bit lower and I'll be able to talk over it as well as you'll hear me sometimes say, all right, I'm gonna hit pause right here. And then I might give you like a time cue of where I'm at in the game. When I hit pause a few times, that way you can keep up with it if you want. But if I say pause, that means I'm pausing the game, going to talk about something and I'll hit play again. But yeah, if you want to watch it with me and hear my, hear my thoughts, or like I said, hopefully you'll be able to follow along here with the audio We'll do it that way. So I'm going to hit um, go. I'm going to say three, two, one, play, and hit play. So here we go. In three, two, one, play. And there we go. We got the logo. We got the Lions on the field to start the game. They give it to him. Johnson has a hole. And Johnson doesn't go down on first contact. Nice little nine, ten-year run by Ty Johnson to start it out. Two tight ends in this formation. Quick hitter. Catch is made. And it is Jeff Driscoll with a little bubble to Pursuit Danny Boy. To Welcome back, Danny, in 2020. You know who that man is. Kenneth Galladay making catches. Driscoll a little drive to start the game here, slinging it. Another ball to Marvin from Jeffy Boy. Wasting no time on the bootleg. Logan Thomas, Ty Johnson in the backfield. Lions trying to get on the board. Driscoll. Up in the air, too high. 
He was looking for Galladay. Two Bears defenders in the area, and right. it's fourth down. I'm going to pause it real quick. So what happened? Lions went right down the field that first drive. Jeff Driscoll slinging. Um, got all the way down within the 10. Unfortunately, we've seen it before. We stall out. Kind of throws a fade route. Just no chance to get a catch. But heck of a drive by Driscoll right out the gate. Um, that's going to get us off to a start here. Looks... Uh, Looks like we're going to get a field goal. So I'm at 53 seconds. I'm going to go ahead and hit play. But real nice drive to start the game by uh, Jeff Driscoll there. Shot for Prater. You know Prater's money. Bill Harris gets the start Usually from 50, he's money. But from 20 or 30, you know it's good. Mitchell Trubisky, three and out, basically, it looks like. Uh, Chicago has to punt it. See what Driscoll has here in a second opportunity. Third and four, he ran it and got hit to the head. Oh, look at that. We're going to get a little flag action. A little bit of uh, actual laundry for the Lions. That's going to move the sticks. That's going to be 15 on Chicago. Driscoll, incomplete. Amendola and a matchup with Buster Screen. There's just no push. Lions had to punt there. Trubisky knocked down. Montgomery remains in there. Shotgun for Trubisky. Steps up. And Trubisky is dumped. Oh, the big Lions Mike Daniels looking fatter than Mike ever, but Daniel a sack in Chicago, and he's going nuts. Dancing and carrying on. Gotta love it. Fair catch called for, and he's got it. Third and seven for Detroit. Shotgun here for Driscoll. They'll roll him out. Driscoll will throw downfield and hit his man. Mucamera is back in there. That was my favorite thing about Jeff Driscoll. That last play, rolled out, used his feet, was able to throw him to the sticks. It was great. Fires it. And that's what I don't like about Jeff Driscoll is he couldn't hit an open man wide open there. Threw it too high. Matt Prater buckets from deep. He almost hit that from the logo. Third and seven. Can Six nut Lions here, second quarter. Cohen, he got really low and really close. Backed up. They are fourth going down. For Bears going for it. Deep for in their territory. Oh, just got it. Just barely got it. This is the deepest they've gone. The 31 yard line here today. Trubisky snared by Fishman's dad and uncle. Albert and Elliot Fishman, our producer Mark Wolfstad, Jerry Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mitch Trubisky just slicing us up here. Nobody even in the screen, just playing those crazy zones where it's like a guy will come up and just sit down with three guys around him, but nobody guard the man. Guard the man, not some random area on the field. Trubisky lays it out there. Oh, my God. 25 seconds left in the second quarter. About to go to halftime, six zips. Mitch Trubisky hadn't done anything, and then he but throws up this dime back right corner. Will Harris with good coverage, too, and he still couldn't get it. I got hit pause. So that, that was the halftime. That was right before half. Throws up this lollipop, dime, whatever you want to call it. Good. It was a good pass, but Will Harris had good coverage. It was to some tight end I've never heard of. The Lions always getting killed by tight ends. I don't understand it. It might be a reason they need to get Simmons or one of these other guys so they can actually guard a tight end, especially near the goal line. 
But that took the game from would have been six zip, Mitch Trubisky just having a garbage day, to now he throws a touchdown. He starts feeling good about himself. But seven to six Chicago going into the half. I'm paused here at three minutes, 42 seconds. Like I said, I hope this is going okay, everybody. I'm trying not to talk too much because I do want you to hear the audio as well as not stop the video too much. But wanted to get in here at halftime. So here we are at 3.42. I'm hitting play right now. Trubisky off his back foot, delivers downfield. Oh, Trubisky, deep ball over big place late at Allen Robinson, one of my guys. I do like Allen Robinson as a receiver. Trubisky. Short drop, floater upstairs, incomplete. Flag. Oh my goodness. Big play slay with some good coverage. They call him for P.I. Moves the ball all the way down to the nine-yard line. Does he have the angle? Yes! Touchdown, Bears! Little flip out to Tariq Cohn, who I like Tariq Cohn's juice. He's fast and good player, but he had a bad year last year. But of course, against the Lions, he beat him. Oh, and my favorite thing, we're not even in Ford Field, a missed extra point by the Chicago Bears. It continues to happen for the Lions. You got to love it. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Jeff Driscoll just threw it right to a Bears linebacker. I mean, how did you not see that? I have no idea. That was embarrassing. Trubisky trying to keep the drive alive. Or looking for it all. Touchdown! Oh my God. Taylor Gabriel. Mitchell Trubisky, who Driscoll would probably say, he's not that great. <laughs> Slicing us up. Now it's 20 to 6 before I can blink here, mid third quarter. Driscoll a deep drop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Driscoll using his legs, and he will get there for a first down. He's been a running back, but a change of pace with Atlanta and Seattle. Driscoll incomplete. Driscoll, man. Get, get out the, uh, oh, we got a pass interference, fortunately. Extends the drive. Running the defense, now the head coach in Denver, Chuck Pagano, taking over the duties, Paul Perkins. We got a Paul Perkins sighting, everybody. A little nine-yard screen formation. ball. Fake, rush coming. Driscoll is sacked. Untouched, Nick Williams. On third and five for Chicago. Big sack there by Chicago. Trubisky. Killed our guy. Collapsing, stays up. Still going. Trubisky trying to fake it. Great. Same high school as Ray Manzarek at the doors. Really? Yeah. JD McKissick. Jeff Driscoll, get out the uh, Joe Namath sound bit. Struggling. Oh my gosh. 20 to 6 here in the early fourth quarter, Chicago. We were up 6-0 a little while ago. I don't know what happened. We had Jeff Driscoll happen. Here goes Mitchell again, tricking and moving them down the field. Oh, big Trey. Big Trey Flowers with the sack. I love it. Just bullied his man, used those go-go gadget arms when he got him. Off that for the Lions. Oh, Jesse James with the drop pass. Imagine that. Driscoll steps up. Surprised he's on the field. Uh, he's not going to beat Kwiatkowski. On third and one. Trubisky steps up. Thinking that he could run for it. He cannot. Tried to fake out Tavon Wilson. Now it's fourth down. And 
He's already gone over 5,000 yards like, once. The Lions are, career. you know, they got sliced up a little bit in the past the game, but, I mean, they finally threw T.J. Hawkinson, and here he is running over multiple Chicago Bears for about a 15-yard pickup. I mean, I'd like to see more of that in 2020, that's for sure. Driscoll pumps it in there. Another ball to Hawk for 12. Another first down for Detroit. Driscoll popped up in the air, caught by Driscoll. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll catching his own batted pass and running around. It's just like this guy is just a, kind of an odd athlete, but I don't mind him, but telling his receiver to go along. Oh my. On a deep shot. Touchdown. As I say that, Jeff Driscoll gets out to the right side. Create some space. Rips one for 50 yards to Kenneth Galladay for a touchdown. A little bit of a shove in the back of Fuller by Galladay. 20 to 13, so still got a chance. Five minutes left. Pump and throw, flag down. Number 68. Oh my gosh, 20 to 13. Four minutes left. Third and 11. Third and 11. Rush coming. Trubisky is sacked. What a big sack by Jelani Tavai. Oh, I love that. Lions got the ball over the 50 here. Moving. Oh, a drop by Kenny. You gotta catch that. Fourth and one. Driscoll. They need a yard. They'll get it. Ooh, big play. Number 19. Oh, what? Number 18. Driscoll extends the play in fourth and one, gets a first down. They call that pass Driscoll interference on, on Kenny. Down. What a garbage call. Fourth and 11, another ball to Kenny a little behind him. He dropped it. Come on, Kenny. Oh, yeah, man. With a spin move. Cannot get to the marker in a quick timeout called. Lions ball back, minute 30. 20 to 13, way deep in our territory. First nice down. ball by Driscoll to Marvin. Driscoll uncorks. It's caught. Another ball Turning to the Hawk. Hawkinson. Grifka's favorite player. First down for Detroit at its own 45. Fake the run. Driscoll hits his man. It's Another Marvin ball Jones to Marvin. Jr. We're at the 40 now with 42 seconds left. Driscoll. Come on, Driscoll. Tosses it downfield. Another catch by Marv. Way to get your hands under it, 11. 20 seconds left. Down seven. Second and 10, and he threw about a two-yard route to Kenny. He caught it, which was a mistake. Seven seconds left now. Final play. Jeff Driscoll running around. You know he would do that. Across the line. End zone. Threw it out of the back of the end zone, basically. Wouldn't have counted anyway. That's inexperienced by Driscoll and just kind of a and the Bears are gonna way, hold way on. it ends. Offense. The passer was beyond the line of scrimmage when he threw the ball. That penalty's declined. That's the end of the game. So that's the end of the Bears game. Real quick, I'm going to jump into the Chicago game, but... Um, you know, to me, that's 2013. We started out six zip. Next thing you know, it was 20 to six. Lions got the deep touchdown, which is kind of a fluke play. But then they had multiple chances and drops by Kenny, bad call by the ref. You know, a few things here or there just cost him. And then at the end of the game, like Driscoll didn't even give, give his guy a chance because he ran across the line of scrimmage before he threw that final one. And it was just basically out. Of, yeah, I hate that when people. 
you know you have one play. You just have to sort of keep it in bounds and hope you get a bounce or somebody makes a crazy snatch and say you just throw it out of the back of the end zone. Like, what good is that when it's the final play of the game? So, but, you know, to not go too Grifka on you, like, to me, I mean, that's a road game. I mean, you fought back. You had a chance on the final play, the final drive to win it. Driscoll made a few plays. He really did not look you know, too bad. I'm looking at his numbers here, 269 yards, one touchdown, one pick, you know, got no running game. The three rushing players, JD and McKissick, Ty Johnson and Paul Perkins all for a total of, geez, some quick math, barely maybe 60 yards total. I mean, tell me if you haven't heard that before. So I, I mean, it is what it is. uh, That's a loss, but it, it really was not that bad, especially when Driscoll's coming off the pine and gave him a chance to win at the end. Sometimes that's all you can hope for in the NFL. So let's go ahead and dive into this Cowboy game. I'm not going to mess around with it. We're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Cowboys, Lions at Ford Field. Ball out. Jared Davis with a a fumble, forced fumble to start the game. Andy recovered it. And how you like that, Rifka? Well. That's deep Third in their down, territory, too, where he coughed it up. Little throw to Danny. But once he gets rolling, hard to bring down. Give it to him again. Scarborough breaks it. Oh, Bo Scarborough to the end zone. There is a penalty, though. So momentarily, it's a touchdown for Scarborough. Let's see if it holds up. It's going to count. Bo's Bono's rush. touchdown. Seven-zip line. Going for Cooper. Knocked away. It's Slay again. Big play so Slay just all over Amari Cooper. Cooper. Incomplete. That's a that punt. Big stack formation to the top of the screen. Lions go quick. Here comes Robert Quinn. Driscoll running for his life, and it's incomplete. Boy, Quinn was shot out of a cat. I hit pause for a real quick second. Like, I remember this being a good football game, but the Lions are in the teal as i like to call them the aqua pants which i'm sure the players think that's a good look but like just the fact that you're in in aqua instead of like some deep lions blue or anytime they wear the blue pants is an automatic loss why we're wearing white at home i don't know but like i say that's that's good old, you know, Rod Wood not knowing when to wear what jerseys or them just not having a clue. You, you don't wear white. I, I mean, I guess they the Cowboys like to wear white on the road, right? So anyway, that's my jersey beef. Anytime you see the Lions in these terrible blue football pants, that's basically an automatic loss. Just go with the blue jersey, the silver pants at home, the white Krispies with the silver pants on the road, the throwbacks on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, never wear the grays and never wear these aqua pants. All right, I'm done. I'm hitting play at 102. Prescott on the fake, rolling, gunning complete. It's Michael Gallup who's got the Cowboys' first first. They got control there. of the line of scrimmage to help this Cowboys team get going. A little flip. There's Pollard. Look at the speed from the rookie Pollard who's got a first down. A little flip to Pollard, but what a tackle by Tracy Walker. Flew up there and made that play. On third down, Love 21. Prescott. Good block and got a man wide open in a Dallas. 21 with another Cooper's tackle. In the game. There he is. Lined up against Slay again. A fake, a slant, and a beauty and a completion and his first and goal. Third and goal. The fake, the handoff. Pressure and Prescott. Big sack by Devon Kennard. Devon Kennard came flying in for the Right through the defense. Put Cowboys Prescott on, on the board. You know what? 
And he does just that. Right, Last field goal for uh, the Cowboys. Seven, seven to three Lions. Blitz coming. Driscoll in trouble. Gets away. Driscoll, Driscoll nowhere to go. Making a play with his feet. Looking. Firing. And it is incomplete. Oh, tried to make a, a play. Receiver, a route runner. I don't think there's that much difference. Cowboys back with the football here. He is. Here's Prescott. Looking deep. Firing deep. And he's got a catch. It's Michael Gallup who's off to a good start. And you see drops have been a big issue for these Cowboys. Four-man rush. Prescott a lot of time again. Now over the middle, he's got a completion for a first down. There's a penalty. Tracy Cobb Walker with the tackle. Oh, no, that's Coleman, but just way too much time. So first quarter end with 7-3 Lions. You know, got to be Prescott feeling good about that. They found who we were playing, and we got. The Cowboys are driving. Terrible tackling. Touchdown, Tony Pollard on a little pass to Dak. That's 10-7 Cowboys. See what Driscoll can do. Just a terrible block by Taylor Dak. Got beat around the edge. Dean Lee tried. Got a quarterback sack. Driscoll over the middle. Nearly intercepted. He was trying to get it to Hawkinson. And there's the other guys. The coverage doesn't stand up, right? So yeah, and they're not great blitzers. It's been the conundrum. Here's Prescott on third and long, firing incomplete. Nowhere near it. Lions are only one of four on third down today. Driscoll, they give it on the run to McKissick, and McKissick fighting hard, and he should have a first down. That's third and five. What a little run by J.D. McKissick. First down. Oh, look at Bo hit the hole. Get to the end zone, Bo. He's got room. He's rolling. He's a Scarborough, little six one, two forty. That's no small guy. On a first and goal, Driscoll. Okay. Jeffy Driscoll with the old option look runs it in for a short touchdown. 14-10 Lions. Let's go. What do you think about that, Chuck Dog? I know you didn't lose my tickets. We're on your Cowboys. Still big in his book. Third and nine here. Lions up four Lions with five minutes to go for half got a lot of time. He's going deep here for Michael Gallup, adjusting, and Michael oh, Gallup comes yeah, down with catch. the football and a flag two. Results for the play. I mean, they probably would have got a pass down. interference. Mike but Ford has no idea where he is. Arm. They got into Gallup's good, chest a little good bit early. Good catch. 41 yards Gallup. to Gallup. was over 100 yards receiving in the first half. Here's Elliott right up the gun. Ezekiel Elliott, is he in? No signal. He's down inside the one. Cowboys go jumbo. They're going to run it to Elliott. Elliott's going to get in. Touchdown, Dallas. Yeah. It's a touchdown from Zeke in tight. So what are you going to do? But Scramble like I said, before the, the half, the it did go up 17-14. Now they got the football back with under two minutes to go in the half. Dak just throwing BBs all over the field. See if they get points here or not. Can't remember. Lofting over the middle. He's got a man wide. Oh my goodness. Randall Cobb running free. Randall Cobb with a 40 some yard catch. Brings him all the way down inside goal. the 20. Prescott standing in. Firing. Caught for the touchdown. Randall Cobb holds You've on. Got to be a kidding me. Could have won a 14 10. So now it's going to be 24 14 heading into the half. Oh my gosh. Hold on. I got to pause this right now. Like, so we, this is what kills me with this team or like when Matt Pat talks about like we got to be better, you know, on the on the, the halftime flip or in some of these situations like you were given the Cowboys fits to start 
and you let them score twice in the last five minutes to take a game that could have been 14-10 or even, you know, um, 17-14, you let them go down the field in like three plays. They go from their 10 or 20 down to your end zone, like before the half. That's just inexcusable, man. 24-14 halftime against the Cowboys in your house. I mean, I know you're hurting at quarterback, but... You just can't have those swings. You just really can't. So picking it up here, third quarter, hit and play right now. Four, Driscoll coming near side. McKissick has another play and a first down. There's a third and 14. Four third and 14 for Driscoll. See what Driscoll he can do. Driscoll has time. Lofts it deep down the field for Marvin Hall. Oh, what a throw. Marvin Hall with a 40-yard catch. Imagine that. That's all he does. Chris Carter might catch touchdowns. Driscoll Marvin Holtz catches coming. deep balls. Now some pressure. Driscoll can run Driscoll if he using wants. his feet. Oh, gunslinging Marvin Jones touchdown. Oh boy, Marv. Marv found the end zone a lot in 2019. I'm hoping to still have production, but probably not that kind of production. And when it comes to scoring TDs. Randall Cobb's running for a Elliott lines up as a wide receiver all the way up there. Prescott rolls away from pressure, looking, going to tuck it, going to run for it, and he's got it. Zach Prescott uses his mm. feet. Poor tackling by the Lions, poor physicality. Dak Prescott, you got to pound him Picked if he's going to run Prescott. the football. Lofting into the corner for Cobb, incomplete. Could not get around Coleman. And Dallas extends to so a six-point lead. 27-21, four minutes third left down. in the third Cowboys quarter. come with the blitz. For Driscoll. Pressure coming from Bennett. Sliding away. Throws across his body. Incomplete. Gosh, hate that play call. Yeah. Driscoll roll out the Save wrong the way and set no options to pass. Back to the Cowboys. The field has a completion. Another completion on Coop. On Slay, I think. Prescott can bake a cake back there. Fires over the middle. What a crab by Witten. How did he Jeez. hold on to that thing? Jack Prescott all day. Just look. The announcer said he could Lions bake a cake. I mean, he could probably Elliot make a four quarts needle stand back there. Side. Oh, and it somehow gets through, and it's caught to Cooper. Come on, Slay. Make Cowboys the catch. Could have had that pick. Could have maybe had a pick six there, the right through his hands. Oh, my gosh. A screen ball to Zeke. Catches it, and then waltzes through our defense for a touchdown. Oh, and then he does the Dak dance. Yeah, that was talked about about four weeks after that happened. Kind of funny, but... They will hand Got it played off and out for run sure. it and get in for the two. Pollard. 35-21 after this score. Two-point conversion. Seven minutes left in the fourth. Jeff Driscoll running around. I mean, he does that well. Just Second can't down. the football Six very well. To go. Lions need two touchdowns. Driscoll. That's time here. Now he's looking going across his body, and he's got a completion. Amendola. Donovan Wilson comes out there. Not giving up, but like 35-21, five minutes left. Basically done. Meanwhile, Driscoll over the middle. Fires over 
Jones. He's got a completion of Marvin Jones, who stays on his feet. Oh, except for he just throws a touchdown to Marvin Jones. The the little ball over the middle. The Lions. Marvin Jones got freaky Lions after the catch two. and got in the end zone. Pressure Beautiful. coming throws to no one. Incomplete. They go for two as it's nowhere. Third and 35-27, still got rush. a chance. Prescott. Five minutes Waiting, left. Third and four. He's got a completion to Gallup. Hmm, big completion to Michael Gallup. Imagine game. that. Nice coverage, Melvin. You're done. Prescott. Pressured. Steps away. Taken down, and it's incomplete. Third and nine. Lines numbers. get him down. Get the ball down. back. Deep in their Crystal territory. Rolling. They've got three minutes Diana left. Dole, Two timeouts. going to go deep going for it all for Galladay. What a One catch by Kenny. Catch Just threw a deep ball and 19 went up and got down. that thing. What a catch. Nine now we're past their, into their territory, 40-yard line. He is dropped. Malik Collins made the Big play. sack on Driscoll. Looks like they were looking for a deep ball to Kenny. Four-man rush, but here comes Lawrence, and he forces the incompletion. They tried to set up Third the screen. Third and 26. <laughs> It will fake the run. Prescott's going to make it. it back deep, hoping to get the ball back. Cowboys run a tight end screen, basically, down. and bust us up the field. And, and that was the ball game right there. So lost by a score, but once they got stalled out, they got over the 40-yard line after a big catch from Kenny, then a sack. I don't know if we had another penalty or what, but it was third and 26. That didn't work. Then we punted it, tried to get the ball back, and the Cowboys just, after that first down tight end throw, it was ball game. But, you know, let me, let's look at the stats real quick before we fill this out. So we let Dak Prescott go for 444 yards and three tutties. We let Zeke, I mean, held him to only 45 yards rushing on 16 carries. That's that's well done by the rush defense. Uh, unfortunately, Michael Gallup went for 148. Randall Cobb, 150. How, how do you let Randall Cobb get 115 yards and a touchdown? That, that's embarrassing. You know, I don't know who coaches that stuff. Uh, Matt Pat should be embarrassed by that because Randall Cobb was... He was good about five years ago. He's way past it, and he's just slicing us up. So those are the Cowboy stats. Let's look at the Lions. Driscoll, 209 and two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, you can win with that. Bo Scarborough, 55 and a touchdown. Uh, just no big-time receiving yards. I mean, even Kenny on that big catch, one catch for 34 yards for Kenny Galladay. The one big catch to Marvin Hall for 39 yards. And then your leading receiver, Danny Amendola, 4 for 27. I mean, that ain't going to get it done. So Lions didn't run it that well, didn't throw it, you know, great. But, I mean, Jeff Driscoll, if you got a better run game and got 209 and two touchdowns, no turnovers from him, you know, on most days you should be able to win. The Cowboys are a pretty good football team, and they're playing at our house. But I feel like we hung in there, you know, both games within a score. As I always tell Grifka, most games in the NFL are just a one-score football game. And, uh, you know, just looking at the record here, 3-6-1. Matt Stafford's status at this point is still cloudy. Nobody knew he was done for the year. We were hoping uh, that maybe we'd get him back here, but that just never materialized. So, you know, two tough losses for the Lions, but two close losses. And, you know, it didn't, didn't look you know, like Swiss cheese. You know, uh, the Cowboys threw around a little bit on him, made Trubisky look better than you would expect. But, hey, you're playing with a backup QB. I, I do feel like I needed to see some more from Hawk in those two games. I didn't see it. 
as well as just, you know, the offense really just did their best but couldn't keep up. And, yeah, the defense just wasn't good enough to get explosive plays. I barely saw any picks in either of those games. I mean, we had the the one fumble by Jared Davis on Zeke Elliott, short field. That was about it. And I don't even know that we got anything out of it other than a field goal. So, yeah, those those are the two game rewinds. I mean, talked about Tua and the number three pick, Matt Stafford off the top, and what I maybe would have done with A.J. Bouye for a fourth rounder. So, that's uh, that's my solo Detroit Kool-Aid cast today. Uh, please check us out on Friday. We'll be back here talking all things Lions. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate everybody out there. So thanks for all you do listening to the show. Thank you for all the fun I have talking football and fantasy football with you guys. It's a blast. And uh, keep drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Take care, everybody. I'm out. Pack the bag. Start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in. <laughs> <laughs>